Welcome to the First Pres podcast, which features the message from this past Sunday's worship. If you would like to worship with us in person, our services are Sunday mornings at 8.30, 9, 10, and 11 o'clock. You can learn more about First Pres at www.first-pres.org. Amen. Amen. Good evening, y'all. If you want to turn with me to John chapter 8, we're going to read verses 12 through 19 together. John chapter 8, starting in verse 12. Hear God's word. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I am going. But you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, where is your Father? You do not know me or my Father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for this night for this day, for bringing us to this place, for bringing us safely through another year, for all the ways that you draw us to yourself, that you draw us into worship. We thank you, God, tonight that you are speaking, that you have something to say to us, to each one of us. And so we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come, that you would fill this space, that you would fill our hearts, that you would help us to hear, to really hear what you are saying to receive from you, and to respond to you. Come, Holy Spirit, come, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I have found that walking around in the dark is tricky. (laughs) It's a tricky thing. I was playing hide and seek with my friends once, and we decided to turn off all the lights and play completely in the dark, complete darkness. Now, if you're picturing me, you know, seven, eight, nine years old in this story. No, uh, I was in my 20s (laughs) playing hide and seek and all all the lights are off. I mean, you can't see your your hand in front of your face. So in the dark, I I find my hiding place and it's quiet. And so I realize this is my my moment (laughs) and I take off for base. I'm running and it's, you know, wide open hallway, clear shot, home free. Except, except, and this turned out to be an important point, uh, there was a wall there that I couldn't see. It wasn't a, a wide open hallway. There was a, a wall there that I couldn't see because it was dark, and, and I just slam into the wall. I slam back. I yelp in surprise and pain. The lights come on. My nose is bleeding. I kind of limp to base. I'm like, does this mean I'm it now? <laughs> walking in the dark, running in the dark, (laughs) 
is a dangerous activity. You can't see where you're going, you can't see what's coming at you, what's just around the corner, or, or even what's right in front of your face. On this, the last day of the year, December 31st, we think about all that has happened in 2017, the year gone by, but we're also thinking about what's coming, that the year ahead. As we head into 2018, what will the new year bring? What does the future hold? In our world and in our lives, our our circumstances, our, our family, our relationships, what will next year bring for each of us? As we head into 2018, what light do we have to walk with? Or are we just stumbling around in the dark, fumbling along as best as we can? What light do we have as we gather and worship this night, the last day of the year? What light do we have to guide us forward? If you're like me, all those questions maybe can kick up a little anxiety. Thinking about all that's before me, how my circumstances will play out, the steps I need to take, the joys in front of me, yes, but, but the challenges, the unexpected, the hopes and the fears for the year ahead, what light do we have to guide us forward? Let's turn to our scripture passage And in our passage tonight, there are these bold statements of Jesus about who he is and about all who follow him, about us, about who he is and about us. We're gonna focus in on our key verse for the evening, verse 12. It says this, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The first claim that Jesus makes reveals who he is, I am the light of the world, I am. This was not an unintentional word choice. Jesus is making this claim of of being God, of being one with God, the Father, I am, I am who I am. I am the light, the real light, the true light, the one true light. Jesus shines brighter, Jesus shines pure. I am the light of the world, the cosmos, of all that you can see and all that you can't see. The entire universe, the whole cosmos, Jesus God in the flesh. God who in creation said, let there be light, and there was light who just spoke light into being. God who in what we call the Exodus brought his people out of slavery in Egypt and and guided them at night by a pillar of fire, this light that guided them through the wilderness. This light that reminded them that they weren't alone, that God was with them. God who promised, who promised to the prophet Isaiah that a light would come, that the people in walking in darkness, that on them a light would dawn, that the darkness of sin, the darkness of death, the darkness of evil would not get the last word, that a light would come. Jesus, God in the flesh is here, and Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And then it gets really personal. Jesus makes a bold claim about us, about all who follow him. It's not just about the cosmos, but the concrete realities of your life, not just the universe, but you, your life. Jesus says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You will never walk in darkness. When I first read that, part of me wanted to say, Really? (laughs) Because things seem 
dark? Or is it just me? (laughs) Circumstances in my life can feel like I'm kind of stumbling around in the dark, just trying not to trip over anything. Things I see Christians around me going through, it, it can seem dark. Do you ever feel like that? Maybe you're here tonight and, and, and you're not a Christian. You're just checking things out and you hear a claim like that and you think, how could that possibly be true? When we read a passage like this, what do we do with the fact that we can feel like we're in the dark a lot? In our passage, there's some questions about the credibility of what Jesus is saying, questions about the validity of his testimony, of his statements. The religious leaders, these Pharisees, they say, all we have to go on is your word, and that's not enough. And maybe we too question the credibility of what Jesus is saying. Can we take Jesus at his word? Or does he actually know nothing about our experiences, about the real world? As we see in our passage, as we see throughout the Gospels, Jesus speaks with with authority. He speaks as one with authority and it astonishes people. That Jesus speaks with this authority because Jesus knows who he is, the truth of who he is, where he comes from and where he's going. Jesus who is sent by the Father. Jesus who is one with the Father. Jesus who is the light. God himself is a Nicene Creed, ancient summary of our faith says, God from God, light from light, true God from true God. And Jesus knows the truth of what it means to follow him, to have God with you. Because yes, yes, Jesus knows the realities of our world. In the context of our passage, there's this growing swirl around Jesus that the plotting of his arrest and death, the the, the building of this opposition opposition and, and violence, the darkness of the cross is coming. But Jesus knows the truth of what it means to have God with you. As the psalmist writes about God in Psalm 139, If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. Darkness is as light to you, God. Which means in the darkest of places, if God is there, light is there. In the darkest of places, if God is there, light is there. As the Apostle John writes, this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. God is light. And you, follower of Jesus, believer, Christ lives in you. Because of what Jesus has done for you, Christ lives in you. The Lord himself dwells in you, which means the Lord goes with you. The light is in you, which means the light goes with you, the light of the world. And so yes, of course, we don't know what the year will hold. We step into the unknown, and in a lot of ways that can feel like we're just stepping into darkness, like like your hand is out, trying to feel your way around, stumbling along, trying not to bump into anything too painful. We don't get to see all the future before us. We don't get a script handed to us tomorrow morning (laughs) with all the scenes of the new year spelled out for us. We don't get step-by-step directions from Google Maps. (laughs) Better than that truly better than that. We get the presence of Jesus. 
I'm learning. I'm slowly learning because I like the script. I like the step-by-step Google map directions, preferably in the British voice. (laughs) But I'm slowly learning. Better than that, we get the presence of Jesus. We get God who is light, walking with us. And here's the thing, you're never fully in the dark when you have the light. You are never fully in the dark when you have the light. Yes, there is dark in our world, and at times we can feel like we are surrounded by darkness, but Christ is with us. Christ has entered into the darkness for our rescue, for our salvation, for our redemption, for our good, that we might be united with God. Christ has entered into the darkness, which means all who follow Jesus are not lost in the dark, stumbling around. You are not alone in the dark because Christ is with you and he is the light. We will not stumble in the dark. We will walk in the light. A little later in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it and the darkness cannot overcome it. The world is dark, but Christ is light. Amen. Some of you have heard me tell the story of when I was coming home from our youth winter camp a few years ago. And I was sick and so I needed to leave early and a friend of mine offered to drive me home. But just a a few minutes into the drive, her car slid on this patch of ice and and went off the road and and into a nearby ditch. And so it was cold and I was sick and now we were stuck. But a car drove by and it slowed down to a stop in front of us and this man got out and was walking towards us. Now on this dark road, I'm seeing this man walking towards me. At first I'm kind of, you know, fight or flight response, (laughs) like who is this? And he got closer and I saw it was one of my coworkers, and he realized it was me and we had this good laugh at God's provision in that moment. And then he offered to help us with um, some other folks, help us get back on the, on the road. And then he said, you know, I, I won't head to camp. Instead, I'm gonna go back to the Springs. I'll drive in front of you and you just follow me. Now I was groggy from the cold medicine, <laughs> so I did my part and I just slept in the back seat. <laughs> But I remember waking up every once in a while and and I was feeling uneasy about the drive. But I looked out the front windshield of my friend's car and there in in front of us was my coworker. There were the taillights of his car. Yes, visibility was, was bad, but there he was. There you could see the taillights of his car through the fog, around the curves, through the mountain passes, there he was. My friend who was driving me home, she said the whole time she knew he was there, that we weren't alone. We had this this light to guide us forward. We don't get the whole year, the whole road in front of us lit up. We don't get enough light to see all of the future before us, but we have enough light for each step as we walk with Jesus. Enough light for each step. Our son, Luke, recently started to walk, and I was there for that that first step. I saw him take that first step, and as he was learning to walk, you know, each step mattered. It was this foot, and then the next one. Focus on this step, 
And then the next one, this is a really good impression of him, actually. <laughs> I was reading a book this week that named We Always Want to Jump Ahead. Skip to the end, fast forward, sprint to the end. We look at the, the journey ahead and we start to get overwhelmed. But God gives us what we need for each step. I think when we, when we try to jump ahead, that's when we get filled with anxiety. How is this all gonna work out? How is this all gonna play out? How will I get through this? What does the future hold? But God gives us his light, the light we need for each step, this step, and then the next one. Focus on this foot, and then the next one. If we follow Christ, we have enough light to walk trusting in each moment, the presence of Christ with us. What light do we have to guide us for? The light of his presence surrounds us. As the psalmist says in Psalm 18:28, you Lord keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. God who spoke light into being. God who turned the darkness of the cross into the marvelous light of the resurrection. God who has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son. He loves my God. Our God turns our darkness into light. Theologian and, and reformer John Calvin puts it like this, those who look to Christ are certain that they will have a sure way even through the midst of darkness. We must not be afraid then that it, that the light will fail in the middle of our journey for it leads us right to life. We must not be afraid that the light will go out on us, that the light will fail us for our God who is light, who is for us, who says I will never fail you, I will never forsake you, his light leads us. Whatever the circumstance, whatever bend the road takes, his light leads us right to life. I want you to, to think about your year ahead, what you're anticipating in 2018. Where do you need the Lord's guiding light? Maybe there are some things on the horizon that you know, you, that you know about, a new job starting, another round of layoffs at work, perhaps health issues that you carry into the new year and you're wondering, what is this road ahead going to look like for me? Relationship possibilities, relationship difficulties, expanding your family, seeing your parents through sickness, providing care for, for loved ones, maybe parenting issues or questions that are before you, perhaps as a single person, hope for companionship, for connection in the new year. Maybe you have transitions ahead of you, entering into college, entering into retirement, maybe a big move or point of decision. Maybe a passion the Lord has put on your heart, a dream that God has given you, and it's time to take that step. Maybe it's just the daily task of showing up, of loving those around you, of following Jesus. Where do you need the Lord's guiding light in your life? And imagine stepping into the new year knowing that Christ is with you. Imagine stepping into the new year, saying with the psalmist, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Darkness is as light to you. My father-in-law gave me and Chuck a police-grade flashlight for Christmas. Technically, it's called a super bright tactical flashlight. We were told not to look directly at it. 
That's how powerful it is. <laughs> I was testing it out this week. Just You can't see the full effect in here, but trust me. Um, I was testing it out, so just kind of walking around our dark house and looking under the couch. That was scary. Apparently Luke likes to store things under there. <laughs> this thing is, is powerful. And I pray, if you remember one thing from tonight, I would pray that you remember this. You are never fully in the dark when you have the light. You are never fully in the dark when you have the light. Jesus, the light of the world, will light your steps, your path, your life. And so as we stand on the brink of a new year, may we start by simply saying, Jesus, we need you. We need your light. To quote Calvin again, but we must first see the need for seeking this light. For none will ever present themselves to Christ to be enlightened, save those who have known both that this world is darkness and that they themselves are all together blind. What a gift tonight to be able to do just that, to present ourselves to Christ, saying we need you. We dare not take a step without you. We need your light, for your light leads us right to life. And so we have about four hours until midnight. The clock will wind down, the ball in Times Square will drop, the fireworks will go off, and another year will be here. A new year will be here. As you enter into 2018, may you know this, may you know that you do not take a step alone. May you know that you do not take a single step alone. The world is dark, but Christ is light. Whatever this year holds, whatever circumstances are before you, the joy, the beauty, the laughter, the community, whatever is in front of you, the grief, the tears, the ache, whatever this year holds, Christ is with you. And he will be your light. He will be your guide. He will be your provision. The Lord will be your salvation. The Lord is our light. And you see, you're never fully in the dark when you have the light. Amen. Thanks for listening to our First Prez podcast. For more information, you can visit us online at www.first-prez.org.